on today's player profile and projection, we are doing Luis Severino, the ace of the staff, dot, 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 question mark, I think, maybe, who knows? Got a lot to get into, got a lot to talk about. He just turned 25 years old. He penned a new contract. Now he's starting the season hurt. There's so much to do. I am excited to talk about this one. And as always, the PPP is brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We met up with the Dugout Mug guys in Tampa. Good people, hanging out with good people. Jake was on TV with the guy who I think like does the woodwork. Yeah, it was his original idea. He was a minor league baseball player, and one day he looked at a bat and was like, if I hollow this out, I can drink out of it. I can drink out of it. And then, uh, yeah, we ended up getting pretty. And you know what? The camera adds 10 pounds and it didn't look like it looked like. But yeah, we got we drank we drank a lot of beers out of the dugout mugs. It was what do you call that? Testing? Product testing? What's what's the phrase for that? Like in beta? Uh, No, because they're not in beta. Yeah, they're not in beta. So just testing, I think. Yeah, I'd say te- there's like a hidden quality uh, control something like that there's another phrase that that's a perfect excuse for for drinking beers out of a, a baseball bat but yeah if you saw it um it's basically like you saw it off a baseball bat at the middle nice dugout mugs they got the mlb licensing they got a judge one they have a talking yanks one they got all sorts of them they had the city skyline with the roster in them so they've got it all. Dugout mugs. Dugoutmugs.com.dugoutmugs.com.com. Dugoutmugs.online slash Talking Yanks is the site. The link that will get you right to our page on their site and all that stuff. Go check them out. We appreciate you. You think Sammy Sosa ever drank out of his bat while it was hollow? His bat wasn't hollow. It was filled with cork. Hey, boing. <laughs> It was hollow, then they filled it with cork. So maybe in that little intermittent part. So between the corking of the bat, yeah, yeah. he had one beer in it. Uh, no. No? Okay. No. Could have. Could have. Could have. Should have. Would have. Severino, man. Pretty interesting conversation that I wish wasn't interesting. I wish it was like, here's our ace. He's going to be great. Lock him in. Lue, Lue. Oh, oh, no, Luis Severino. Severino. Uh. I wish he was like our Max Scherzer, our Chris Sale, our our Verlander, our our Kershaw. Like, I wish we could pencil him in it's the same as those guys. But there's more question marks surrounding him than I'd like. Our Blake Snell. Blake Smell. Our Aaron Nola. Well, Jimmy, he was looking like that for a while. He and was looking then... amazing. Did you see some of these stats I got here on how good he was at the beginning of last year? I saw some of those stats you got on how good he was at the beginning of last year. Listen to this. Listen to this. In his first 18 starts as a Yankee, yep. he had a 195 batting average against. The ERA was higher than that. It was a 198 ERA. Those were pretty even, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. 198 ERA after his first 18 games. In his first 20 starts last year, Jake, yeah, the Yankees won 18 of them. This is yeah. why we've said on a lot of episodes that when Seve went down, 
it just, it was like, okay, it hurt us so bad because he was an automatic win. Yeah, he he quite literally went fourteen and two. Like he, the being the pitcher of record in those first twenty starts, which were the twenty starts that were listed as the first half of the season. It was an awesome first half. He was that guy that you just talked about. 2-3-1 ERA, you know, striking out more guys per inning pitch. He was arguably, up until the All-Star break, I mean, he had a chance. I don't, was he the leader for the Cy Young? It was close. Oh, yeah. Up until the All-Star break, he started, he was the AL starting pitcher yeah. in the All-Star game. So I think he was definitely there. I mean, he was under 2 ERA. In his last 12 games... The Yankees, so this isn't his record. The, the Yankees went 6-6. Six and six. So right. his his last 12 games, it was a coin flip. Are we going to win or lose? His first 20 is basically, we're going to win. Yes. He was a true ace. He was a I, true ace. There's not much, there's, it, there's not a lot of different ways to say it in baseball. Like, he, he was the dude, and then he fell off a cliff so, so sharply. And in 2017... For the full season, he was basically an ace. Uh, yeah, but it was kind of... Baseball has a way of working where he was like the new potential ace on the block. Like, he kind of snuck up on people that season a little bit. Yeah. It was kind of new, and last year was the kind of prove-your-worth year, and for two-thirds of the season, he did it. Crazy. And we still don't know. Was he tipping his pitches? Was it just fatigue? Did his shoulder start hurting him? No one knows, like... We can all have our guesses, and people will act like they have the correct answer. But the honest answer is that we don't know if it was tipping pitches or dead arm or fatigue. I thought the tipping pitches things, I thought the eye test said that. Yeah, it seemed like it, and we heard that, and we saw that clip of the Red Sox on top of the dugout, you know, guessing the pitches and, like, tapping each other on the shoulder like they had something figured out. You have to think that to a degree, you know, the velocity never went away, which I don't know. I, in my head, maybe it was just how he was using the velocity. I, I, I didn't see it as much. Like I used to see Sevy hit the triple digits when he needed to. And I felt like I saw less of that. Um, again, that's, that's all I test. Yeah. The stats but show this, that the velocity this, was the same. This is exactly what you can do though, because, and it's almost it's almost like your your doctor diagnosis thing. You go to the doctor and you find out something, and <laughs> this is oddly applicable to Sevy, but you go to the doctor and if they find out something's wrong with you, that's almost better than the diagnosis of like, oh, it doesn't look like anything's wrong. But when something's still wrong, that's the worst news you can get because there's mm-hmm. no solution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, once he went bad, like... He actually didn't blow that many games in those last 12. Well, he did, but it wasn't as worse as I was expecting it to look. But his he didn't last a long time. Like in the first 20 games, I think he hit the seventh inning regularly. In those last 12, I think he was taken out fourth and fifth regularly, which killed the bullpen. And we need... We need him to be the guy that saves the bullpen. That's what he was last year. So I'm so cautiously, like, I wish I could pencil him in. Like, now that, especially now that he's starting this season injured, I'm just, uh, my question marks are pretty bold when it comes to Seve, and I, I really don't want them to be. Yeah, uh, you you have to. Yeah, uh, You have to be. No, no one knows for sure. With the injury, it's multiplied. 
We uh we've kind of lived in fear of it this offseason. If Sevy isn't Sevy, the dynamic of this team is completely changed and that's you know, I'm I'm not going at analytics people, but and I'm I'm sure they have different ways to measure this, but the whole vibe of the team changed. When when Sevy went out those first twenty starts and you thought you were getting a win and you were essentially getting, you know, six, seven, eight innings pitched. That changes the vibe of a series. That changes the vibe of your team. That changes the vibe of your bullpen. Um, yeah. And that was gone for the second half of the year. We went we went from the guy that we was reliable, we thought was going to get a win, we thought there was a chance to save our bullpen, to, like, hold your breath and go, uh-oh. Which, I mean, just, it, it changed the whole second half. Yeah. And, I mean, now we're looking at a delayed start to spring training. A delayed start to the season. So it's not like getting off on the right foot. I hope he I hope he's cautious, doesn't try to make up for a lost time and rush himself or whatever. I don't know. There's there's a lot of room for error in my brain right now. I mean, best case scenario, Sevy misses, you know, a month, even he can miss a month, comes in and is the dude again. We'll see. Right. He got he got the contract extension. Forty million dollars, four years with a fifth option, got paid. I hope uh, I hope he be returns to be that ace because if he is, we're golden. Yeah, and it's um, I, I mean, Sevy was averaging and again going back to the stats a little bit in the first eighteen starts, he was basically giving you six and a half innings. In the final fourteen, he was barely giving you five per start. Which, yeah, that's kind of a drastic thing. And yeah, Jim, it it, it basically depends because I. I'm not going to say nobody knows. I mean, we're this guy's young. If he's healthy, he should be good. I mean, I I hate to drop a that's baseball Susan on him, on us, but that's kind of what it was. This was in my profile player and projection last year. I said, I told you, I was like, Jim, I don't have any reason for this, but I just see Sevy putting it together for the full year. I thought his ERA was going to spike up a little bit. I thought it was going to be more broad strokes <laughs> than it was last year. I didn't think he was going to have that. I, th- I thought he'd have good days, lights out, and he'd have some tougher days. Just because baseball catches up with you. There's there's nobody that just cruises through baseball the whole time and has incredible season after incredible season. Stuff happens. Injury happens. Whether it was tipping pitches, we don't know. Injury. So... We'll uh, we'll see, Jim. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of what you're thinking. Yeah, it, it, he's acting like it was fatigue. He lost a lot of weight. He quit eating the plantain plantains. Right. What they're called? Yeah, fried plantains. He stopped yeah. eating those. Saw so him running. So, so have I. you? Yeah, saw him running extra laps and stuff. And maybe maybe he went too hard. I don't know because maybe I hope the shoulder thing isn't related to last year. A lot of people had the theory that. You know, 2017 was the most he ever pitched in his life. And then he comes out 2018 and he's throwing seven innings every game that he just had to hit a dead arm and get fatigued. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, like knock on wood. And I mean, if you want to spin zone, spin zone it, you could say, you know, now that he's had a couple years getting those innings and he's putting in more time on his legs. Um, you know, you could even spin the injury in a positive way. If he misses the first three weeks of the season or whatever it may be, that, you know, he's he's going to come in fresh and less innings on that currently inflamed shoulder. That's a pretty that's a pretty big spin. I like there's so many spins that are good because you can just say, 
Oh, he's tipping pitches. Figure that out. Like, that's an easy fix. It wasn't. If that was what it was, they never figured it out, which I don't right. know who's to blame there. That's crazy. If it's fatigue, it's like, okay, rest a little bit. Get back. Get a little spring in your step, and you're good. If there's a real injury, we're fucked. Yeah, and I uh, I mean, how do, you, how do you end up doing in the playoffs? He did the four innings, no runs against Oakland, um, and then against Boston, three innings, six runs. So, yeah, not, a, not the full postseason we needed. Although, hey, and... The, the pressure of that wild card, you and I talk about how much it stresses you out. He at least gave us that after his kind of meltdown second half. So, yeah. I have some fun tidbits here before okay, we do our hit, final line. Hit me with the tidbits. Just just stuff to know. Benintendi crushes Severino. Right. 12 for 29. 414 batting average. 1.262 OPS. Yep. That's pretty big. On the other end of things, Severino crushes Jackie Bradley Jr. He's got 13 strikeouts in 26 at-bats. So 50% of the time, Sevy strikes out JBJ. 192 batting average, 536 OPS. That's fun. You like more, that. I like that more than Ben Benintendi crushing him. That's a good call. Yeah. But, Inside you know, a couple of those Benintendi home runs were when they had the Apple Watch going on. Right. You know, Ben Benintendi's always has number. How about this little tidbit, Jake? I think okay. you're going to hate hate this one. No one put a ball in play on a 3-0 pitch from Seve last year. Ooh. I don't know how many people swung at a 3-0 pitch. Right. Some may have. He only threw a ball three times, but no one put a ball in play. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, yeah, that's Make- good stuff. Uh, so if you see Sevy with the three zero count, don't don't expect a lot of contact. Yeah, they're either that's, taken or what, swinging uh, and missing. They got to be all taken. Was. And then um, and then this one, everyone's favorite umpire, Joe West. Right. Sevy does really well when Joe West is behind the plate. Twenty seven innings, one point six three ERA. I can't tell if I think that's a beautiful thing or a terrible thing that. Now that we we kind of track it, you could tell what umps pitchers are good at, and it's like it's usually a direct correlation to their pitching style. Like if there's like if there's pitchers that are nibblers and they get a an umpire that gives a little half another half inch off the plate, they do better with that pitcher. <laughs> like yep. it's I mean it's I guess it's a beauty of baseball thing, but at the same time, it makes me laugh. Like. No, yeah, CeCe has talked about, like, you know what ump, and you know if you're going to have a small zone or tight zone, and you have to kind of change and play within it. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's been in baseball for years, but it's funny that we kind of track, we really track the stats now. And, like, dude, if I if it was Game 7 of the ALCS and Country Joe West was behind the plate, as a Yankee fan, you'd peacock. But as a if you were the fan of the other team, you'd be like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, uh, that's why CeCe never likes Angel Hernandez, and he got him in the playoff game. Yeah, that's that's tough. I'm I'm not talking Angel Hernandez today. All right, so let's go into our final lines. Final lines brought to you by Diamond Baseball Tours. Jim, let me tell you about Diamond Baseball Tours. 20 years of doing baseball tours. It's cost-effective and easy. They plan everything, Jim, and they've got some cool packages you could go. They got a West Coast package. You hit some of the Cali teams. They got a Rockies package. I might be hopping on board with that. You start here and you'd go, I think you do Minnesota. 
you go see some of the sites. Uh, the one that we're really talking about is they do a Hall of Fame tour. They do a Yankees game. I think they do a Sox game. You end up heading up to Cooperstown. It's a week. They do all the transportation. They do all the hotels. It's it's a baseball fan's dream. Uh, and, hey, if you want to go see Mariano Rivera get inducted, if you liked what that guy did for your Yankees, go check it out. Diamond Baseball Tours. Tell them. Talking Yanks sent you. Any questions, sent, reach out to them, info at diamondbaseballtours.com. It looks awesome. We're, I don't think we can go this year. I think Jimmy's already penned us down for mm-hmm. Jeter next year. Yeah. Knock on wood that he gets in. But um, check them out, Diamond Baseball Tours. If you guys have been listening to us, just give them a follow. They're on Twitter, Diamond Baseball Tours. Check them out. If you know a baseball person that you think would be into that, check it out. Tell them Talking Yanks sent you. The induction tour ends at Mariana Rivera being inducted into the Hall of Fame. So you get tickets to that, and you get a tour of Yankee Stadium. It's cool. All right, final line for Luis Severino. Let's go game started first because we're opening up with a hiccup. Mm. What do you got, Jim? Well, 30's out the window, I think. Okay. I think 30's out the window because we're opening up with him on the uh, DL and pushed back. Jim, I'm... I might be blinded by my fanhood. You often are. Um, I don't think so. I think I address it pretty openly. And I say when there's times that I think I am and there's times when I think I'm not. With this, this is this is my whole spin with all of this. You know, Sevy's shoulder acts up. They shut him down for the two weeks. Sevy already came out with quotes that are like, I, I feel I feel fine like my shoulder acted up they didn't see anything in there gumby said the same thing and then got tommy john the next day so you can't really trust athletes quotes gumby has no feeling in any part of his body he has no idea what he's talking about (laughs) they just paid him he's the yankees ace we talked about how important he is to this team i think sevy just gave them a little bit of the uh it doesn't feel great and they're in spring training mode and it was like yeah, shut it down, no questions asked. Let's do this now before it is something. So I mean, I honestly think I I think in 2 weeks he's clear and he's going to start tossing and I think that's going to bring him back like the third week of the season. So I would I think he gets 30 starts on the nose. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I think he essentially misses the first 3 weeks or so that would have been 2 3 starts. And uh, yeah, he's he's back on that horse. Yeah, that's very optimistic. That's nice. I uh, I think they're gonna treat this with caution and care. I think uh, he's gonna miss, you know, in two weeks when he's throwing again, or at this point, it's probably like a week and a half when he's if if he starts throwing again at that two weeks, he still needs to get a lot of time in. I think they're gonna throw you know simulation games, and then he's gonna throw a, a starter too in the minors before he gets to the big league club. I got him at 26 starts on the year. Like, I think he's missing. I think he's missing a month of baseball. I'd be happy if we saw him in April. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm I, that's where if, if this wasn't spring training, I, I wouldn't have that card to play and I'd be there. But I, I think there's definitely a spring training side to this. You just paid him. He's your ace. You're as conservative as you could be with the original diagnosis in the two weeks. Like, I don't know. I think if this was playoff baseball, I think 
I think they might even throw Seve out there. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm not in the doctor's room. I don't know what it actually showed up as. But, yeah, I, I, I think he's coming back. I think this was a conservative move. I think he can still – he's still running and stuff. You could still do that, and that's a big – that's a huge part of spring, spring training for the pitchers. So that part's out of the way. It's just – it's going to be getting the arm back. So it's – I don't know. You throw 25 bullpen pitches. You throw 40. You throw 60. And then you do a, a minor league game or two or something like that. So I don't know. We'll see. I I got him at a three five ERA with like twenty six games started. Is that what I said? Twenty six. You said twenty six. I um I'm a little lower on the ERA, but I I think you're right. I think it's and this is baseball kind of catching up to you. Like I think you know Sevy hit that mid season point and was like, wow, I've got an ERA in the ones. I'm the ace for the New York Yankees. I'm I'm the best pitcher in baseball. I'm going to win the Cy Young. And I think I think you kind of take the gas pedal off a little bit in Luis Severino. You know, if he if he's in a game and the Yankees are up 5 nothing against the Twins in the fifth inning, you know, you don't have to throw some wipeout sliders to pad the stats. Like, just pound the fastball in there. If they get a solo shot on you, nobody really cares. So I think there will be less, you know, I'm a young guy, ERA, stat-watching, Let's let's get out. There's going to be the whole World Series vibe around this team all year, and he has to be a huge part of it. So, yeah. All right. I have him being a good, good pitcher, but not the ace. Because I'm, 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 like, cautiously worried. Like, I can't pencil him as the ace. Right. Wish I could. Really, really wish I could. But I can right now. We'll see. Hope so. Hope so. All right, that ends this one. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Talking Yanks. See you then.